welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And? <laughs> and welcome it's to our... the biannual Dorky Diva Show. <laughs> well, we have to say our like semi-official yeah. tagline, we're back. We're back. After, <laughs> I thought it was not as long, but it. we know me and time. I have no clue I'm, what's going on ever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our last episode was in March. Sure. Because it was right. before celebration. Let's look. I'm looking. It had to have been because March 24th. Oh, that was right before. Cuz we I talked left. about we talked about the Ahmed best episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, that was That's... right before this? The be- the best TM episode? That was this yes. one? Yes. Yes. Wow. It's been Wow, a lot of life it's been has a while. happened since then. We've been around the world since then. We've been literally. around the world. Yeah. We've crossed yeah. the pond, as it were. We have crossed the pond. We are going to talk about celebration. We're going to have a mo- – this is a catch-up show, guys. It's a catch-up yep. show. That's all we Which do Which is now. what we do All now. we do is catch up. <laughs> we, just, um, we don't interact for months, and then we're like, hey, do you want to catch up? Sure, let's record it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you since celebration. We've chatted, yep. but we've not talked. Yeah. We've not had a personal catch-up since celebration, and even celebration yeah. was – I mean, I didn't see you that much. It wasn't like no, we you hung out every day. I was working. Yeah. So uh, we're due. We are overdue we're for due. a catch-up. But first, we have something really exciting to talk about. Oh, <laughs> do we? Say it. Do you want to go or loud. do you want me to make go? It, make it official. Make it official. So the trailer to episode two of the Adventures of the Zolandar audio drama is now on this very podcast feed. If you scroll down... <laughs> If you scroll, you will find the trailer. Hopefully, many of you have already listened to it. If you haven't yeah. or if you're new, first of all, welcome to the chaos. I cannot even imagine. <laughs> yeah. How did you why, find this? <laughs> how did you find this and why are you here? Um, but we're really excited to um to actually like have something to show for this sequel that Brian, you've mostly been working on for a very long time now. So I feel like you oh, need to do the that. honors and, and talk to everybody about what you've been doing. Right. Um, yes. Oh, man, I wish my brain worked uh, <laughs> just normally. Uh, so uh, two years ago, it's been two years now, which is a very long time um, because I have no idea what I'm doing. There's a learning curve and there's behind the scenes stories and stuff that will come later. But... For anyone that doesn't know, two years ago we put out a uh, feature-length audio drama called The Adventures of the Zolan Dart, and it it did quite well. Surprisingly so. People Why seem are to you like whispering? It. it did well. We loved it. People loved yeah. it. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's I, I can't listen to it. I tried the other day just to be like, how did we do the trailer for the first one? And I was like, yikes. It's so like I've learned so much and I, I'm approaching things very differently now because I had to learn. The first I get time. emotional listening to it. <laughs> Do you? I, yeah. There's a part of me that wishes I had like your perspective on this because you yeah. haven't spent all this time in the trenches of like what it used to be and takes that I didn't use that like, oh, man, how many times did I re-record this line because it didn't work? You know, and right. like I view it differently. So. I hope you guys like the trailer. <laughs> I worked really hard on it. Um, and it's different than the other trailer. Like, I, I, there's music in this one. There's effects. It's it's pretty cool. 
Anyway, so give, we made a second give one. Us a, a quick, give us a quick synopsis of the story in case people haven't listened to the trailer and we want them to go listen to the trailer. Okay, so the Zolan Dart is a ship. It is a dynamic class freighter. It takes place in the Outer Rim. Our crew has this ship called the Zolan Dart. They do jobs that are only legal. For the sequel, uh, Nevsana, Murph, and Reldar have gotten so many clients, and they're doing so well business-wise that the work has been divided up between them. So this story, the sequel, Reldar is flying a rare solo mission by himself going back to a planet that he thought he would never see again. And this is uh, uh, the darker middle chapter, as, uh, as, <laughs> as, it is, as it has come to be known. And uh, I'm really happy with it. I'm really excited for everyone to, to hear all the hard work and just like the cast is insanely good. Just I have no idea why they agreed to it to share that level of talent <laughs> with us, but it's it's good. It's good. I'm really excited about it. I'm really happy with the trailer. I hope it gets people more excited. I hope that everyone feels like it is worth the wait because um, it has been even longer because the first one took me a year and a half. This one's looking like it's going to take me two and a half years. So uh, we'll see what happens, but right now it's exciting. It's very exciting. It's real. It's public. It's happening. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, do we want to give them a little backstory on how you landed on telling the story of Reldar rather than some of our other characters? Yes. Um, can I so share that? <laughs> you, you, you can. Yes. And then okay. I'll give a little more context. Yeah. Uh, so this is very on. personal to me. So yes. clearly... Our main trio, Nevsana, Reldar, and Murphy, the three of them are very close to my heart. I am in love with them. Same. Um, sweet little baby boy Murphy can do no wrong. And Well, come on. He's all right. He's fine. He's great. He's great. Yeah, you'll probably notice right. in the trailer, if you've already listened to it, and if you haven't, please pause this, go listen to it, and then come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you've probably noticed that Navsana is not in the story and mm -hmm. that is heartbreaking for me, but there same. is a reason. Same, same. We did not really want to continue um, the audio drama series without Navsana, but mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is that the voice, the voice actress that played Navsana in the first episode, Kayla, mm -hmm. um, she is someone that Brian knew very well they've like worked on projects together and long time yeah and brian when you wrote the story you basically wrote the character of navsana for her um and clearly if you've listened to the first one she nailed it she embodied that character she was incredible but kayla has now gone on in her career to like move on from other things in voice than voice acting which is mm -hmm. totally cool and we support yeah. that totally. and Brian and I even had conversations and auditions and recordings to potentially recast Navsana, which was very difficult. And yeah. after a lot, a lot, a lot of time and a lot of thought, Brian mm -hmm. came to me came to me one day and he was like, I don't think we can do this with a different Navsana. And I was like, great, because I <laughs> I miss Kayla. Like I can only Same. hear Kayla as Navsana. So 
rather than recasting her, um, we decided or Brian decided to tell the story of the other, you know, crew members of the Zolandar, first up being Reldar. Um, so we're kind of treating this a little bit similarly to the sequel trilogy. Yep. Um, so our first episode was focused mainly on Nevsana. Yep. Our second episode is focused on Reldar, and I'm not going to say it, but I'm sure you can guess who the third episode will probably be centered around. Um, Assuming that's you guys not... want a third one. You know, right. Just let, just let us know. <laughs> right. Um, and Brian had written a completely different script with the intention that we would recast Navsana. So there have mm-hmm. now been two sequels that have been written and The first draft was mostly recorded. A lot was recorded. And then we decided to scrap it and start over. And this time it feels right. You know, we, we missed the character of Navsana, but that's just what happened. It was like real life stuff. It also works with the story. Like we want to know Reldar's backstory and his history. And we're going to get to learn that in this episode. So I just wanted to talk about that because I'm sure people are going to be like, what happened to her? And listen, I'm sad. (laughs) I'm sad about it. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I feel really good about this direction and I feel better about it uh, rather than recasting her because Kayla was the perfect Navsana. She is Navsana and it just didn't feel right to have someone else play that character. Yeah, and I I can promise you nobody's more heartbroken than I am. <laughs> I yeah. I I broke the rule and wrote a role for someone as opposed to casting someone for the role. Um, I went the person first. So, and again, Kayla is incredible. We are still friends. She just wanted to go in a different direction, and that is totally fine. Um, it was twofold. It was one, I wanted her to be a part of something she wanted to be a part of. And clearly she wanted to go do something else, more power to her. But also, out of respect for her and the character, we did, I mean, we auditioned so many people for Nevsana. Yeah, And for six (laughs) months, just constant auditions, and none of them just, they were good, but they were just different. Mm -hmm. And so we did an entire other story that was also really good. And uh, it it was different. And I I did enjoy it, but it was also really ambitious in some of the things that we were doing. Um, mm-hmm. And I just don't. I'm sure we'll get way more into this like later on after it comes out and and roundtable stuff. Um, it was out of our capabilities to tell a story of that scope because yeah. there were things that were going on in the third act of that story that we just did not know how to do. Yeah, um, and instead of having the person who did ultimately become the new Navsana, instead of having her up against a previous performance that, you know, whether people wanted to or not, they would compare her to. I didn't want her to have to go through that either. Yeah. So instead, uh, I just, I scrapped it. It was one of the hardest decisions I've made in a very long time because I'd spent a year and a half in production on this sequel to completely start over. And yeah, then it we was... had the idea of uh, the, the, the sequel pattern of having each character in the story have their character fleshed out. Yeah. And uh, I'm really proud. I'm really proud of what we got. I mean, you've heard, uh, you've heard a rough cut of the whole thing yeah, so far. Yeah, it's great. 
It's great. I'm, and there I'm are some it. new characters in this that I really yeah. love and I'm sure a Same. lot of people will love, which is very exciting. Um, we've got some yeah. returning characters. It's just like it's a really good group. And Brian, I don't know if you remember this, but we can talk about this definitely in more detail when we do a roundtable after it's over. Uh-huh. But I remember the story for the original draft, the one that we got that we scrapped. Yep. Something was in that story that you wrote. And then a few months later, an official Star Wars book came out and it had yes. like the same thing. And you were like, people are going to think we copied them. And I was like, that <laughs> is just so unfortunate that <laughs> it happened that way. So that, luck, baby. that also had a little bit to do with it. There were a lot of factors with that first draft where it was just like, you know what? It's just not meant to be. It's a great story, but there are some things here that are just not working out in our favor. And that was so funny because you texted me and you were like, this is in this book that just came out. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And I was like, we've been in production for six months and it just came out. I was like, we're almost done with our story. And it just came out. I was like, ah, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And we didn't, I mean, obviously that was something original that you and Victor had written. So we didn't. Mm-hmm. We knew that you had not copied anything, but we didn't want people to think that that was the case. So anyways, yeah, trailer's out. Good. We're very excited. Uh, I love the story. I love the characters. Me it's, too. It's a good time. And we're very happy to share that Christina Moores is going to be yeah. working on the sound design again. Um, Christina Moores, who now works at Skywalker Sound, now which is insane. Um oh. We're very proud of all the things that she's doing, like in her yeah. real job. And we're really uh, lucky and thankful that she makes time for us as well. So she is so. involved in the production. And we don't have a specific release date yet, but we will share that when we can. And yep. I feel like that's all we can say right now, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, if this has come out, after the trailer so mm-hmm. i'm trying to think what's in the trailer without giving story beats away um we took a lot of consideration into what people liked about the first one in this second one because it was a thing that happened with me uh you know months and months ago because i've been i've been working on this thing five six hours a day every day for the last months months and months months long time and there there was the moment where I texted you and I was like, hey, I just need you to trust me. <laughs> and you're like, sure. I go, cool. I'm starting over. And there was and a I lot said, of okay. like, yeah, you're like, oh, all right. And there, there was a lot of like, what did people enjoy the first time around? And uh, to my surprise, people did enjoy Reldar quite a bit, but they also really enjoyed Murph. Mm-hmm. And that was a hurdle that was kind of tough to get through. Because Murph is not going to leave Nevsana. And because we decided not to recast Nevsana, she could not be in the story. But people loved the back and forth between Murph and Reldar. So if you've heard the trailer, I am happy to report that uh, Murph is in this one. And they do have their, uh, uh, at times, cantankerous relationship. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just really excited for people to hear these performances because these actors are so good. They're so I know. good. I'm so happy that Capron is back. Yes, he is. Oh, I can't wait for you all to meet them. 
they're so cool and just they're so good it's way more this story is different in the sense that it is much more uh for lack of a better word potent it's way more grounded than the first one it's way more uh emotional it's way it's way more um inward than the other one where the other one we kind of followed at an arm's length a little bit what the crew was going through Whereas this one, we're really diving into who these characters are, where they come from, why they are who they are today. And uh, it's good. I'm excited. Coming soon. Coming soon. Share the trailer with your friends. Shout yeah. it from the mountaintops. Um, we do have our yeah. website, which is the dorky diva show presents.com. Um, mm-hmm. We have the trailer on there. If you would like to share it with anyone, feel free. Yeah. And we uh closer to when we release the full audio drama we'll have more information on the website about uh the new characters and you can read more about them and just uh get to know them a little better yeah tell us what you're excited about because we're excited about all of it all of it uh (laughs) yeah so that's that's the dealio with episode two yep but we have a lot to catch up on (sighs) my god you have no idea (laughs) you know what i just realized as we're recording this i'm not cutting this out Uh i guess zencaster has changed their pricing structure and now we are limited to 102 minutes okay we have 102 minutes left bucko so all uh... right (laughs) (laughs) why are you looking at me like that (laughs) because okay i'm gonna tell the audience why i'm saying that so yes yes obviously i saw brian at celebration Mm -hmm. and (laughs) brian you went you went out there like a week before i did i did and you experienced a lot of things we'll just say it that way and i guess you had the great idea to keep a note in your phone of all the crazy things that happened to you yes and then when i saw you you opened the note and scrolled through it and said these are all the stories i can tell on the podcast and i was like we don't have 18 hours to just kill on a podcast so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i asked you to pare it down a little and then maybe you know what Maybe we'll just what? save a story for every episode that comes out this year. Every episode Ooh. will have a segment of Brian's Adventures in London, you know? We could. We could do and a And we'll just stretch him out so you can tell Yeah, so you can tell all the stories, but in bite-sized pieces. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what we get through. <laughs> yeah. So let's set the scene. Expensive. You are yes. in London a week before I am. What are Correct. you doing? And how are you feeling, Brian? Well, okay. First off, I'm glad you said this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went a week early because the last time I was in London was during Brexit. And I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> so the country was actively on fire. And so I was like, this time I'm going to go for two weeks. I'm going to go a week before celebration so I can get my bearings. I can hang out with my friends. It's going to be the best. That's where I went wrong. I got my hopes up. So I, <laughs> I'm looking at the list now. And this is just, I forgot these things. Um, so I get on the plane. <laughs> it oh God, starts we're starting. Off the bat. We're literally starting at the beginning. <laughs> I got, <laughs> Lord help I got, me. So I get on this plane and I get the window seat. I always get window seats because I like to use the wall as a pillow. So I put my head up against the wall and I can go to sleep. 
because I'm a genius. And so everybody does that. Right. And so the entire plane is full except for this frail woman in my row and an empty seat between us, which I think is a great sign because I'm like, oh, man, all the seats are filled except for this one between us. We got the one empty seat. This is incredible. This woman was so frail. She could not get up or do anything. She was very kind, but she was like, she couldn't put her suitcase up in the thing, so like helped her with the suitcase Aww. and everything. But if I ever had to go to the bathroom, she couldn't get up. So I had to like Aww. step over her, and I felt really bad about it. I'm like, I'm so, so I, excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a little hop thing to like get over her. Um, so you know, great, great beginning. They had milk, but it was like in a tube. I'd never flown Virgin Airlines before. Did you get that? It was like the overnight like meal thing. It was like Icelandic yeah. yogurt. Okay, did you get the milk tube things? You ever seen those before? Oh, I'm about, uh, don't worry. When I tell my story, I'll tell you what I ate and how it affected me. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Did I tell you about that? I had to, I think I told you. Did you? I'm pretty sure I did. I think the first thing I said to you was I almost died on the plane. Oh, yes. You're right. We'll get to that later. Keep going. Okay. So this lady, she was very kind, but I had to step over her every time I needed to like go somewhere. And you know, I'm in the midst of an Invisalign thing now. So every time I eat or drink, I have to go brush my teeth again. So it was mm-hmm. like a, a process, you know? Anyway, get to London, feeling great. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, let's do this. I got my City Mapper app. Let's do this. Feeling awesome. Get on the tube, figure it out. Uh, it's It's early in the morning. So there is the like morning commute, you know, on the tube and Mm -hmm. it's packed, it's full. And there was a guy who was on his phone for 45 minutes, never said a word. He would just every few seconds go, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, like, I was like talking on his phone. I was like, yeah, everybody I mean, scrolls through their phone. No, what no, are you no. Talking like he, about? it's up to his ear, like on a phone call for 45 minutes. He never said a word. You want to know what like, that phone call was? That phone call was a very ticked off woman letting him have it. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like waiting to hear him say anything. I was like, nothing, nothing. And then they're stopping at places and I outed myself as an American immediately because there's a place called Cockfosters and another and another named Tooting. And I laughed at both. Because, <laughs> of course. You know, I mean, uh, come on. Of course you did. So then I get to my Airbnb. And listen, it's in a place called Collier's Wood, which is kind of far <laughs> from 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 uh, where things are happening. The place is nice by my standards, but I can't get inside, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I get the key and I got the little thing. And this lock was unlike anything I've ever experienced. You put the key in and you twist it, but it doesn't unlock the door. You also have to, at the same time, lift the handle up as you're turning the key and that will unlock it. And then you have to put it back down while you're turning the key to lock it. This took like 15 minutes of me like oh trying to, my God. It's, it's not working. Then I'm like lifting it and I'm, I feel like I'm doing it right. No, I was not doing it right. It took me forever to get in there. So anyway, I get my stuff in there. I get my bearings. I'm like, well, I should probably get something to eat. Let's go do it. I almost get hit by a car because I'm looking at the wrong side of the road like an American. That was really fun. Um, there's commercials for medication 
and vegetables, like, everywhere before the movie theaters and just, like, on screens. And they call it veg, which I was like, that's strange. Hmm. <laughs> so, rode a double-decker bus. That was really fun. I packed the wrong adapter. That was mm-hmm. super fun, too, because I got a European one, which, silly me, I thought England was in Europe as well. <laughs> Apparently not, according to the outlets. <laughs> Ridiculous. So I had to get an adapter for my adapter to figure that out. So then I find myself in this weird sketchy tunnel, which I sent pictures of. That was really exciting. Uh, I went to this other movie theater. I've learned that going to the movie theater is like the perfect way to waste time. Like if you have nothing to do for like four hours, just go watch a movie and then boom, you're handled. Figure that out on my last LA trip. <laughs> Pro tip for you guys. Anyway, so I do that. I go, I'm waiting at... What was that place called? I don't remember. It was some market thing. And as I'm sitting down, I'm like calling Monique because my phone works. And I was like, this is awesome. Uh, this woman walks by me and she's got like a like a stroller, but there's nothing in it. And she's kind of talking to herself. And then she gets really close to me and she just goes, do, 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 do. I'm not as crazy as you guys. And just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right? You know? So I was like, fair lady, fair. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now, mind you, it's 50 degrees out Fahrenheit. I don't know what the Celsius is. Uh, it's cold and it's raining the entire day. The entire mm. day. It doesn't stop, which is, you know, standard London, I've, so I've heard uh, after the fact. But I was like, you know, I got a jacket on. I should be out. It's as if someone literally told you that you know, it would be cold and raining. It's Almost yeah. as if someone that you're really I close to and good I friends was with dressed for it. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of yeah. like someone told you what the weather would be like, and it's kind of yeah, like kind of you have an app on your phone that tells you what. The yeah, I mean, it's is kind in other of places like that, of the world, but it's, it's not like that. It's but it's not like actually like that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just not actually like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah okay, so go ahead. Sorry, I think I'm having a great time. You know, it's a li- I'm a little cold. It's a little windy. And uh, I I had uh, breakfast with Robin Guyver that morning, which was great. It was very fun. And then that night, I went out for a couple pints with Charmaine Chan, which was great. And she took me to ILM, which was cool. They have L three in the lobby, and it was just it was just neat going to the ILM offices in in London. So then I go back to my Airbnb, and I was like, "What a great first day in London! I mean, just wow! Good job, Brian. We did this, mind you." All of my other friends, we're talking Tom, we're talking Derek, we're talking Charlotte, we're talking Claire. They are all out of the country <laughs> shooting for that week yes. that I was like, I'm here by myself for a week so I can hang out with all my puppet friends. It's going to be awesome. None of them were in town. Hold on. I love how you say puppet <laughs> friends, whereas if anybody right now did not know who you were talking about, they right. would think that you're talking about physical <laughs> puppets that you're friends with. Yes, I am your puppeteer also friends, friends. With physical puppets. <laughs> <laughs> your puppeteer friends. Let's be yes. specific. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so I go back. I, I I'm like, okay, I'll I'll figure this out. It's gonna be great, great first day. I go back to my Airbnb. It's like nine, ten p.m. Whoa, wait, no, forgot something. <laughs> okay, so Charmaine and I get onto the underground. She gets off at a different stop than I do. I get off first, and I have to switch trains. I get into the second train and I'm sitting there and it doesn't take off for like five minutes. 
which anyone who travels the tube, that's like a long time because they are just constantly moving. And then an announcement comes on and they say that somebody was hit by a train on the northern line, mm-hmm. like ahead of us, and the body was still underneath the train. Yikes. Dang. So they were Dang. like, you need to go to another train. I was like, yeah, probably best, probably best. So I did this whole other circuitous route and everything. And then I got an Uber because there was no other train that goes to Collier's Wood where I was because, like I said, I was far away. And my Uber driver almost hit a dude on a moped. And then he rolled his window down and started yelling at the guy on the moped. And I was like, this is crazy. Nice first day in London. <laughs> well, I get back at like 10 p.m. I wake up at 3 a.m., super sick i'm talking the sickest i have been in probably years it was so bad it was so bad i just like burning up fever i was throwing up like crazy i mean it was it was not good mind you i spent 15 minutes fiddling with this door to get in i don't know where i am there's no like Uber Eats or anything like that. I had to figure out the Deliveroo thing. And the day, I believe it was a Sunday maybe, or when this like got really bad. Half the pharmacies were closed and yes. the people over there don't have the same medication we do. It's different names are made of different stuff. So I don't even know what I'm supposed to take. I have no clue what my temperature is, only that I'm sweating because I'm like burning up. It was miserable. <laughs> It's almost like it's almost like I was going to experience the same problem in another country <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Almost. It, it was. I was literally bedridden for four days. But like, you tested negative so for COVID, right? I did. Thank God. I always travel with tests just in case. And it wasn't COVID. It That's was just a crazy random thing. like flu bug, like something intense going around. I was talking to uh tom and d and they were both telling me that like it's been going around just like i just got lucky and yeah lucky you it it sucked so bad it deliveroo ride or die now saved my life got food delivered and (laughs) i'm remembering things as, as as i'm talking about them there by like day two i didn't even lock my door because I couldn't figure out how to oh, lock it. You didn't even and care. You were like, like, whatever. I was like, just bring it on. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you Ooh. about my plane story in more detail since you probably don't Do remember it. it. First Do of all, it. I'm so sorry that you were sick. And I remember texting oh, you and checking fine. in on you. And I felt yeah. so bad. And then, <laughs> and then I got there. <laughs> then you got there. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in a minute. So... My plane, I took the same airline, Virgin Atlantic, which was my first mm-hmm. time on that airline, and they were fantastic, and the seats were very comfortable, and I had a great flight until our meal service, and for anyone here that wants to know something very personal about me, um, it's that <laughs> sometimes foods make my tummy hurt, and sometimes <laughs> I don't know what foods those are. Sometimes it's <laughs> things that I eat all the time. Sometimes it's not things I eat all the time. Yeah, it's a lottery. Since I was going to be on a plane, um, Mm -hmm. my mom, who traveled with me, because we always go to celebration together, she Mm -hmm. noticed that you could request a, um, like an allergy-free meal. So she said, would you like to have a specific meal? I said, yes, 
I would like to have a dairy-free meal so that my tum-tum doesn't get upset. You know, let's just eliminate the risk. Let's just get rid of it. Sometimes dairy's fine with me. Sometimes it's not, but it's a 50-50 chance and I'd rather not deal with that at all. So. Be preemptive. Yes. (laughs) I was trying to be preemptive. And (laughs) both my mom and I got like a dairy-free meal or whatever. I think maybe mine was dairy-free. Hers was like a vegan or vegetarian meal. I don't remember. Something, something also allergy free or allergy friendly. I mean, um, so so the way that they serve the food on the plane, if you have one of these allergy friendly meals, they bring it to you first and then they serve the rest of the plane, the regular meal that they have. So I got my Uh, food like 30 minutes before everybody else did, which was great. So the meal that I got on uh, the flight over there, I don't remember specifically but what it was, but it was some kind of like, kind of like Pad Thai inspired meal. It was like noodles and vegetables and like broccoli and onions. And it just reminded me of Pad Thai, even though it was a little different, but that's the closest thing I could compare it to. No, it wasn't a curry. Okay. Um, had a curry that's the closest mine. thing. Maybe it was just like a regular stir fry with noodles, you know? Oh, anyways, okay. something. It was delicious. And <laughs> I sent myself to jinx hell because I kept telling my mother, I said, Mom, this is so good. This is, oh, no. I'm stuffing my face. This is so delicious. This is just so Savannah. good. I didn't shut up about how good that food was. Oof. And then, um, I finished eating. Also, uh-huh. Kennedy is barking right now. I don't know if you can hear her. She just she's wants to make a, a cameo. Little, she's being a little grumpy girl. Hey, can you not? Um, <laughs> okay, so so I finished my food, and by the time I finish my food, the little um, cart comes through with the regular mm-hmm. meals. So the cart is now blocking my aisle seat. I have an aisle seat. The cart is blocking the aisle because they're serving everybody else the meal. No Oof. problem, you know? <laughs> All of a sudden, something comes over me, and I cannot even describe to you the way that I felt. I've retold this story a few times since I got back, and every time I'm like, I can't tell you how I felt. It was just bad. I I don't have the (laughs) words for it. And it was almost like as if I couldn't even speak. So I just felt very hot all of a sudden, almost like I couldn't breathe, and I could not speak. And all I could do was turned to my mom. I grabbed her hand and all I could say was, I don't feel good. That was it. I couldn't elaborate on how I was feeling. I couldn't say anything else. I couldn't explain to her how I felt because I just knew I didn't feel good, but I didn't know what was wrong. So, and this whole time I feel like I'm having an out of body experience. I feel like I'm a little (laughs) delirious. Okay. Not kidding. Like I felt out of it. Okay. Like I'm not seeing clearly either. Uh I look up at the, um, flight attendant who has the cart and I was like, I need to get out of my seat now. And so they (laughs) moved the cart for me and I probably sounded so freaking rude, horrible, (laughs) but I just said, I need to get out now. (laughs) And I got out and I walk First of all, the restroom was supposed to be two things, two rows behind me, but that one was closed. So I'm trying to walk all the way to the back of the plane. And there are people standing in the aisle stretching. You know, we're on a long flight. People Uh are stretching as they normally do in the aisle. And I am barreling down the aisle. Like, (laughs) 
like alarms a linebacker. <laughs> the alarms are going off. I'm I can't see straight. I feel like I'm losing my vision. I'm literally bouncing off the seats. <laughs> and I'm like pushing and I'm like pushing people out of the way. Like there was a man and a woman standing in the aisle together and I know I put my hands on them and I pushed them into their <laughs> into, I'm not kidding. And I and I feel horrible because that's not something I would do. But I was on a freaking mission. Okay. So then I make it to the back of the plane. I'm trying to get to the restroom. Before I even make it to the restroom, I realize in the back of the plane, there is an entire aisle of seats open. And without a moment's thought, I just decide to fall over, to fall into the seats, to fall into them. So I'm lying. <laughs> it's so funny to think about it because I know, because I know I looked like I was drunk. I know it. And I wasn't. But I just laid there for like 10 minutes. And I kept thinking, they're going to have to emergency land this plane because I'm dying right now. But where are they going to land this plane? Because we're over the ocean. So I had like 10 to 15 minutes of a panic attack. And somehow, Somehow, with the time that passed, I felt better. I felt back to my normal self. And so I, you know, I used the restroom. It was not an emergency situation, but I did use the restroom. And then I walked back to my seat and my mom was like, what happened back there? And I said, I just fell over. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, but I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. And oddly enough, after that, I was fine i it was like nothing had Ooh. ever happened but um Weird. the woman in the seat behind us she had an issue i think she also had an allergy friendly meal and she was like ready to throw up during the flight she couldn't speak the flight attendants were trying to help her so i think they tried to poison us Whoa. i think I they think said so you know too. what these are the vegans. I'm not even a vegan but i think they were yeah. like these are the vegans and we're going to take them out yeah um, it's about time it was horrible, <laughs> horrible, but the food was so no. delicious. So I just felt b- betrayed and Tori was in the seat in front of me and she just kept leaning back and she was like, are you okay? What happened back there? Are you all right? And I said, I can't even explain to you what happened. I just felt like I was out of my mind. And then I fell over in this row. The flight attendants were walking by me, looking at me like I was a drunkard and now I'm here and I feel fine. So... It was like nothing had ever happened. <laughs> that was my flight experience. And other than that, it was a great flight. Unfortunately, I was not able to fall asleep. So okay. I didn't get the rest that I needed, but I was still good the next day. Like when we got there, we got to our hotel, you know, we got checked in. I felt fine. We did a little bit of touristy stuff. Um, was that when I yeah, saw that you? Was, that was how, when you how, saw me. You saw me okay. before I checked into my hotel. We still had our luggage at that point. Okay. So we had just gotten there when you saw me. Got it. In that case, I want to I want to give a formal thank you to every single person I interacted with because on top of this weird medication stuff I had, something weird happened with my nose. I I, and I don't that. I don't know what it was or anything, but it looked like I got into a weird fight, which is, you know, fine by me, but everyone was pretended it wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I spent like two days being like really insecure, but everyone's like very kind. So if you saw me a celebration, sorry I looked that way, but thanks for being nice to me. Oh my god! <laughs> sorry about yeah. my face. Yeah, sorry I looked like that, and you were subjected <laughs> to it. 
But thanks for not being a dick. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. It was okay, just so fair, funny. Fair starts. It was so funny to see you because I think at that point when I got off the plane, I like did my makeup. I put on a dress like I looked really good. And when I saw you, I was like, I almost died on a plane. (laughs) I was like, yeah, look at me. (laughs) We saw each other in the trenches. (laughs) And you saw me first because I remember you texting me. I was like, did you just go downstairs? I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, I wa- I watched I was yelling at you the whole time you were walking down that like bridge thing. I was like, yeah. Brian, Brian. Nothing. And you ignored me. That's what it was. Um, I heard and you. Then and I, I called like, oh. you. I called you and you didn't answer. And then I texted you and I said, I literally just saw you. Hello. And then you yeah. came back. And I was like, Oh, oh right. Yeah. She went through all yeah. three forms of communications. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so that was so that. Um, so how was your time at Celebration? Because we didn't see each other a lot during the convention. Correct. What were your well, highlights? Well, listen. Oh, are we talking about the lowlights first? I mean, they're their own highlights, aren't they? You know, can in the I, right light. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> want to interrupt, but can I butt in for just a second? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my show. I'm good. I just, no, I love. I love that you're like. Here's a question. Actually, once. <laughs> I'm sorry because I know now that I remember what your experience was. I know how you're going to answer this, and I want to okay, set up something okay. really quickly Ooh, and apologize. Okay. Basically, no, I want to apologize. No, no, no apologies. Go on. So, when I went to Celebration Europe in 2016, it was mm-hmm. in the same exact convention center. It was that okay. same convention, and I had the. Yep greatest time and i even said mm-hmm. this on the podcast i said you did it was very chill there were not a lot of people there it was <laughs> did. a wonderful experience so i told all my friends i said everybody you need to go to london because it's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be great and there's gonna be no people there except for the six of us and it's mm-hmm. not gonna be crowded <laughs> mm-hmm you're like, well, no I turned out to be a big liar. <laughs> and Boy, this was you. the most crowded I have ever seen a celebration ever. It was so bad that my mom ended up having a panic attack in a crowd on Friday, Oof. left, and did not come back until Sunday afternoon. Oh. So I apologize to everybody <laughs> that listened to me when I said, go to Celebration London. Don't ever listen to me again. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. on the record. Don't listen Good. to me. I I've am very years. sincerely sorry that I told you to go. I swear <laughs> to God, this was not the experience that I had in 2016. And funny enough, I just had dinner with a friend a couple nights ago, and she had also gone to Celebration in 2016. And she was like, yeah, that one was so great because there was like nobody there. And Tori was with us too. I said, Tori, see, I'm not, I didn't lie to you. Like I was not the only person that had that experience. And I turned to Mary and I said, I said, it was like I paid you to say this tonight because I have felt so guilty about this, but I'm so glad that clearly I am not delusional enough to misremember the way that convention was years ago (laughs) it was so great but this one was not the same at all so anyways with that being said go ahead tell me about your low lights first because i know you had a rough time i (laughs) (laughs) that could be said about anything with me (laughs) i have a rough time Brian, tell me about your life because i know you've had a rough time (laughs) that is a fact no matter what i'm doing (laughs) 
I well, so listen, the first week I was by myself, right? And all my friends were gone, so I couldn't ask for help because there was no one to help me. The second week I roomed with Jared, who we've talked mm-hmm. about a bunch. I've known Jared my whole life. Uh we somehow ended up in a handicap room. Okay. Didn't know that was a thing. Um so the way that Wait, it works you didn't know is, those rooms existed? Had no clue. How would I, how would I know those things? Right? I'm not there oh. yet. So uh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we get in there and the, the shower and the toilet and the sink in the bathroom are all in the same square. There's no like divider, there's no difference whatsoever, right? Okay, well first and, of all, that's common in Europe. <laughs> well, didn't know that. because uh, last time I was there I stayed in hostels. Um so you know, I was like, okay, cool. And there's two strings from hanging from the ceiling. I was like, ah, oh, what's this one doing? I pull it and I pull the other one. And uh, one of them turns the light on. The other one, I was like, oh, I guess that doesn't do anything. Five minutes pass, and the woman from the front desk starts knocking on the door really fast. She's like, is everything okay? And we're like, yeah, yeah, what, what's going on? She goes, you pulled the emergency line. And I was like, stop. Oh, that's what the, that's why it's red. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so, oh. learn that. Pretty cool. But the the coolest thing, quote unquote, about this room is the drain in the center of the room uh, did not work very well. So Wait, which hotel shower, were you in? Uh, Travel Lodge. The, the, okay. one, the one not right next to the convention center, the one like a mile right. away, right across the river. Right. And right. Uh, the drain didn't super work. So if you took a shower, you are standing in ankle deep water for eight hours minimum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody so, at know. the Ibis experienced the same thing too. <laughs> Had no idea. And so it was really fun to, you know, like pee in ankle deep water. <laughs> 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 like, well, here we go. And we like kept using towels because we're like, we need to. I can't oh put socks God. on. <laughs> like anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the. the <laughs> and the best. The beds were so small. They were like ice cream sandwich shaped. So like, yep. <laughs> yep. They were thin this but is... rectangular. <laughs> yeah. They were right next you to You had each the other. same experience everybody did in the Ibis while my mom and I <laughs> were on the other side of the convention center with pretty roomy twin beds, not the ice cream sandwich beds. They were like oh. legitimate twin beds and an actual real bathroom. Amazing! It was yeah, great. We had, we had something. <laughs> we else. did the ibis. We did the ibis last time we were there, and the shower was so small. First of all, the shower was like a tube, and the shower was oh. so small that I, me, who is only five two, tiny, could not wash my hair without my arms getting stuck in the tube. So I had Whoa. to like bend my head over and like scratch my head to to you know, work the shampoo in and everything because I couldn't even lift my elbows high enough to be able to normally shampoo my hair. Bathrooms over there are just stupid, (laughs) stupid, stupid, stupid. And they don't believe in shower curtains and they don't believe in washcloths. So (laughs) what are they doing? Ours had a curtain, but what was the point? Oh, lucky (laughs) you. It didn't separate. (laughs) it, It was just there. Like I guess if two people wanted to be in the same box together, I guess it's good. But <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> so that happened. Um, I had, there was one. There was so this is a weird moment. Like the the Matrix glitched, right? Because Jared and I, we went to breakfast one day, and we had to take the tube to this other place that we were trying to get to. And there was a guy dancing 
to himself, he had headphones in, and this dude was throwing it back. I mean, he was in the club <laughs> all to himself, right? And he and he kept laughing to himself. So he was just like, <laughs> just like getting it, right? In the little middle section in front of the doors where there's no seats. And we're like, all right, cool. And mind you, it's like 8 a.m. It's early, right? This guy, he just is feeling himself. And so, I love so Jerry that he said he's throwing it back. He was. That's the only, exactly what you're thinking. That's what he was doing. And this just, guy was just getting it. So, <laughs> so look at Jared. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm so down with all of this weird stuff. And then the day goes on, Jared and I split. He goes and does what he's doing. I go and do what I'm doing. It's like eight or nine hours later in the day. I am three miles away at a different train station. And the guy is there outside. Is throwing it back. And he's throwing it back. He's got his hand on like one of the banisters and he's just getting it laughing to himself. And I was like, is, it, is anyone else seeing this person? This is crazy. <laughs> so, that, so that was fun. <laughs> I Had a, would never yeah. travel with you because I would literally pull all, all of my hair oh, out. But at should. some point, I kind of want to just because I, yeah, I would laugh you have to. so much at the way you like take in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Just stick with me for a full day and just see what happens. Okay, it's, I think I could handle nuts. a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to see that I'd never saw that guy again. So I'm twice in one day in vastly different places. I was like, this is great. I texted Jared. I was like, Jared, throwing it back again. Throwing it back. Dude was getting it. That dude was having his own club scene by himself. I, I respect it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but how was the convention? Okay, convention. Let's see. Where did the convention start? Let's see. Oh, cup of pug. Forgot about that. Okay, convention. Convention. Wow, there's a. What was wrong with me before the convention started? That's a lot. Man. <laughs> there's one line what? that I have here. What was wrong with you before the convention, or what was wrong with you since I... the dawn of man? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even got to the convention yet on my list. And there's a thing. It just says in parentheses, bonus crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what it is too. Some guy came by and he was begging for change. And he just goes, hey, I'm a crackhead looking for more money for drugs. And I was like, honestly, dude, if I had money, I'd give it to you for the honesty. And he goes, all right, see you later. <laughs> he grabbed the, the bars that you hold on to on the two. He spun around really fast, made himself dizzy. He was like, all right, see you later, and then left. <laughs> okay, was how was anyway, the convention? convention? Convention was good. Convention was good. I was finally feeling better. Oh um, let's see. What did I do? Okay, I don't know. what They're not dayed anymore. Dayed. It's now a verb. They're not dayed anymore. <laughs> so I don't know what day. <laughs> That's Thanks, thanks, happened, I guess. Uh, what does it say? Convention. All right. I don't know what day this was. It says I hung out with Claire. <laughs> I hung out with Claire Roy Harvey. And then we saw Neil walking by. And Neil Scanlon walks very fast. For anyone who's been uh, listening to the show for a long time, you know, Neil's my dude. So I chased him and literally had to chase him down. Because that dude, it's like Assassin's Creed. He moves through a crowd like, you've ne- like he's being hunted by the police. It was wild. So I caught up with him. He's like, oh, it's good to see you. And I was like, yeah, you go, man. Remember I bought your breakfast? He's like, yeah, of course I remember. I was like, great. I'm excited for your panel tomorrow. Ah, uh, this would have been Friday. Got it. Look at that. Good job, Brian. 
so then I'm hanging out with Claire and her sister. We walked the kind of uh, convention floor together, which was really fun. And I just love Claire. She's great. And we ran into Lynn Robertson Bruce, who was a puppeteer for Dio. Matt Denton, who was one of the BB-8 puppeteers. He wrote the code for Six Eyes and all that. And my buddy Charlotte Louise. So I ran into them, and we were talking and hanging out for a bit, and it was really cool. They all signed my poster, which was neat, because Charlotte was like, you gotta, I got to sign your poster. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm glad you said something, because I don't remember anything. And then they left. I started walking around, and as I'm walking toward the exit, I noticed a very handsome gentleman walking toward the entrance, and it's Tom Wilton. And I was like, dude! So we had like a big moment, and that was really cool. He's just, I adore that man. Uh, it just <laughs> it says... Walking around, ran into Tom Wilton. We accosted each other before he left. That sounds about right. Oh, my know. God. It was it was intense. And then I ran into Dean, which was cool. I met Silas Carson, which Aww. was great. I mean, uh, to this day, the Talking Bay 94 episode with Silas Carson is one of the greatest podcasts I've ever listened to. It's so good. And, like, Brandon just did such a good job, and Silas just seemed so cool. So he was very kind. And I was like, hey, I listened to your Talking Man 94. He's like, oh, thanks so much. He's like, you never know how you're going to come out with those things. And I was like, you were great. And he's like, thanks, man. So he signed the poster. And then he was like, wow, there's a lot of people on here that are dead. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Dang. He goes, he goes and he was like, I'm not going to die for signing this. I was like, not right away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He, probably, he, had a, he had a good laugh. He was cool. So then I had dinner with Tom that night, which is great. We hung out at the Nova Hotel, which we ended up closing every night. Got super turnt, which was fantastic. He had a rehearsal. We met back up, got drunk at the hotel till 1 a.m. I got to know the manager of the Nova Hotel. He was really cool. He was this bearded guy. And uh, Remember, awesome. I met him the night we hung out. Yeah, that's my dude. He's so cool. And the, by the last night I walked in, I was like, what time are you kicking me out tonight? He goes, oh, I don't know, 1.30. I was like, all right, see you in a few hours. He's like, have fun. I was like, I will. <laughs> so that was that was one of the, the the first days. I got a lot of like unfortunate things. I went to the Ahsoka panel, which I and... thoroughly enjoyed. Absolutely loved it. You know, they showed like footage in the panel that wasn't in the trailer that was like public publicly released. Um, which right. was neat. Um the creature cantina panel. Oh, yes. Gotta, this is what I was about. waiting for. I can't believe we just now got to it. <sighs> I know, right? Life, it takes us down so many turns. Anyway, uh, the Creature Cantina panel was the panel I was the most excited about for the whole weekend. And let me tell you, it was probably the most fun panel I've ever experienced at any convention. Now, mind you, it's it's our thing. It's creatures, and we get to see them, and they're doing it live and it was like a live show where Derek was like explaining how it works and Brian Herring was there and it was really cool. But then they did like a scene with these people in the creature things and Derek was there. And mind you, I have been a massive fan of Derek way before I got to know what him. What a freaking goober. I just, I look up to him so much just from an acting standpoint and a puppeteer standpoint. And like, I just, I love his work so much. And now I've gotten to know him and I just think he's the best dude ever. And to see them have fun doing something that I respect so much, like theater and acting, but also creatures and puppeteer, and like to see the bits work together to see how it is formed was such a gift of like, oh, because you can see the costumes, you can see the aliens, you can go to a panel where they show six eyes, you know, moving around, like, here's how it works. It is totally different to see someone get suited up 
to see someone with the controller controlling the facial expressions and doing the voice, and then to see it all come together in a scene. And it was just, it was so cool. And like, there was, there was a thing in my brain that kind of clicked as I was watching it, where it made it feel accessible, hmm. which I hadn't, I hadn't felt that way before. And I think Derek just having a good time with it and the whole thing just being really fun. It was just like, oh, oh, I could do that. And like, it was really, it was really cool. I, it had a really lasting effect on me. And then I remember. That's so nice. It, it really was. Like, I, I, I mean it when I say like that panel was a gift. And I remember talking to Neil in Chicago and he was saying one of his dreams is to go to a celebration and do a panel where they bring someone up and creature them up and show how it's done. And that was yeah. in what, 2019. So yeah. now to see what I know Neil has talked about for years come to fruition, just added this whole other layer of like, this is really special. So I just loved it. I loved it. I watched that panel when I got home because they did stream that one and mm -hmm. it was fantastic. It was great. Loved it. A very good Loved panel. it. It was so cool. I was cool. just laughing at Derek the whole time because he was laughing. Dude, it's so fun. It's so fun. I just, I'm, I'm that guy's number one fan. So that was the creature panel. Um, da -da 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 -da. Later that night was when I went drinking with Tom and Tori, which was cool. Because uh, speaking of people I'm a fan of, Tori's just like the coolest person ever. And I've never actually got to like hang out with her. And I was like, oh my God, I'm hanging out with Tori Fox right now. This is great. Um, and I so hang out with her neat. all the time. And now you see why. You're so lucky. Just like, I'm I'm yeah. not cool enough. <laughs> and that oh, was one I'm thing, not Tom, cool enough. That was one thing Tom and I just kept saying. is like, she's like the coolest person ever, right? It's like, yeah, for real. Um, so that was a thing. Oh, it's a handicap room at the hotel. <laughs> Covered that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had dinner with Peter. and We did. Uh, it was amazing. And, uh, and, um. He was determined to get me drunk, and boy, did he. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so we had, you know, what, three or four drinks at that meeting with us. And then mm -hmm. I went to the hotel, because that's where I was every night. And Brandon was there, which is awesome. Charlotte and Caitlin were there, which, again, massive fans of theirs, but would have never got to actually, like, spend time with them. I got to meet Maggie, which was really cool, Brandon's wife. And I get there. Oh, and yeah. You know, I'm like I'm like four or five drinks deep already. So I get there, and, <laughs> and Brandon, was, he's like, "What do, What do you have?" I was like, "Jaeger bomb," and he goes, "Let me get you a water." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so good, good guy, Brandon. And I was like, "Cool, I have a water, guy, and then I'll have a couple of Jaeger bombs." Oh my god! I did. Had a blast. Had a real good time. It was awesome. That reminds nice. me, uh, I talked to Charlotte. And she made a very good point, and I wrote it down to remember it. So everyone who's listened to one episode in the last year knows about the triple Ds, right? Yes. We got Daryl, Derek, and David. They listen to every episode. Mm -hmm. We can count on them. We also have the double Cs. Oh, look at us. The look triple Ds and the double and Cs. the double Cs. Yep. Yep. You're That's welcome. That's so, so sweet. You know? So Charlotte and Caitlin, Caitlin and Charlotte was like, we listened to the episodes. I was like, oh. For real? Why? And she's like, she's a well, liar. Yeah, I, I think she is too. <laughs> that so we'll Charlotte know. is a liar. Yeah, we'll know. We'll know now. So yeah, yeah, special thanks to the triple D's and the double C's. 
Oh, <laughs> I love that. You didn't tell me that yet. I know. I saved that one. Yeah, so That's I did great. that. I love it. I saw Ksenia, which was very cool. Got to meet her in person. Nice. There was a droid booth. Did you see that? The UK Droid Builders booth? Uh, only in passing. I didn't oh. like go in it, but I walked by it and saw it. It was the passing. coolest booth in the entire convention. It was so really? cool. They had dro- they had life size droids of everything. They had it from Knights of the Old Republic, which is my favorite video game. They had Murph there, a life size Murph. Yeah. Which, you know, everyone else is like, oh, it's Toto 360. I was like, nope, that's Murph before that's he got his part switched out. There was uh, a droid decar. There were a bunch of pit droids playing cards. There was a battle droid, like four or five battle droids, and they were all one to one. It was so cool. They had some rabbit droids there. Like it was just so cool to see a bunch of just droids hanging out. That was probably that was probably my yeah. favorite. My favorite nice. booth that I saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did that. Um I went and saw uh John Wick four with Tom. I spent like five nights of the week of celebration with Tom Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> just like shutting down bars and getting drunk. It was awesome. Um Aww. and then yeah, I, I love that guy. And then it was your birthday. I got to meet Brad finally. Yeah. Finally got to meet Brad. I didn't realize that was your first time meeting him. Yeah. Well, because I wasn't at Anaheim where everyone else was. Yeah. (laughs) So this one was kind of like, as far as Star Wars podcasters go, this was my kind of makeup appearance because I wasn't at Anaheim. So everyone that was there this time was like, oh, sweet. So yeah, that that was great. Made a bunch of friends at the Dove Hotel. I hung out with Dee the last night I was there, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the flight home, I got the entire row to myself. So all's well that nice. ends well. Yeah. Sounds like a wonderful trip other than getting sick. And, you know, uh, makes for a great story. Standing in a pool of water every day. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Being bedridden for four days. are just not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the, tough. The we hotels could, there we, are just not it. When you're taking a shower, I kept like moving the curtain to make sure the water wasn't getting to the doorway because, you know, oh, it filled yeah. up the entire thing. And I was like, is this going to happen? Oh, all right. Well, good thing I take really fast showers. We're like, <laughs> and just, yeah, yikes. But it's great. Dang. I had a great time. Nice. I'm yeah. glad you had a great time. It was good to see you there. I'm glad we had dinner together. I'm glad you came yeah. out whenever I had my little birthday party. Yeah, of of course. Nice. Yeah, that was good. How was working? How was backstage? Who's your favorite person you met? Um, it was great. I don't think I said what I was doing last time we did the podcast, did I? I don't remember. I th- um I don't know. You've told me for sure. I don't think I did, but this secret <laughs> celebration, I um I was helping my friend Wes, who I've been friends with for like a decade, and we work together in our normal mm-hmm. day jobs. Uh, he has been hired by Lucasfilm the last few years to take portraits of all the celebrities that come out on the Star Wars show stage for interviews. So his workflow is that he takes their portrait and the photos are sent to the Star Wars social team. And within like 30 seconds, they're posting those images and then the person walks out on stage. And so they're using those photos to promote the fact that they're going out on the Star Wars show stage like right now. Right. So very quick turnaround time. And um, because we work together, he knows I'm very interested in producing. I'm very organized. It's like my day job. I'm like a project manager. 
Um, so he asked if I would want to assist, uh, every day, which was great. And my job was basically like when the actor or actress or whoever the talent was, whenever they walked into the studio, Wes would like grab them and like start taking their photos. And my job was to talk to their publicist or whoever was with them to ask them that they needed to like make a select of one of the photos before they leave the studio. We were like, I was explaining what we were doing and where these photos would be used, um, all that stuff. So I was back there every single day. We were directly behind the Star Wars show live stage. So it was very loud because not only were we getting like the speaker sound of whoever was on stage, but the audience was just like so excited every time someone came out on stage. So yeah, um, I, I kept it very professional. I did not talk to many of the talent people, but some of them I had to, like if they didn't have their publicist with them, I like spoke to them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a joy for me to see Kathleen Kennedy again. Yeah. Um, I did not speak to her cause I was not going to cross <laughs> that line, but I always forget how small she is in person. Like yeah. she's shorter than I am. It's crazy. She's tiny. Dynamite comes um, in small packages. She's so sweet and she's just great. So got to see her and she was like so cute for her photos. I think the group that was the most entertaining and fun to meet, um, forgive me, I do not remember their actual names, but it's uh, Bix, Dedra, and Cyril from Andor. Yeah. I know Cyril's name was Kyle. I remember Kyle, but I can't okay, remember that. Okay two ladies but they were so funny they came in together as a group and they were just like the most chill relaxed like whatever you want to do man however you want us to pose like we'll do whatever you need us to do people like they were just so great um and they were just down for whatever and they were they were down to party they were like oh you guys got that music bumping back here because we had our own speaker (laughs) and we were playing music and we took some, Wes took some like group photos of them and single photos. So after the group photo, like a couple of them were just standing around while the other person was having their portrait taken and um, just like chatting with them. And they were just so nice and very cool. humble, very funny. The woman that plays um, Deidre is so funny. Like, yeah, honestly, probably one of the funniest people I've ever seen. She just was hilarious and has a very dry sense of humor. Um, <laughs> so that group was fantastic. Like I am in love with them. And on my way home from this trip, I watched the entire season of Andor again on my flight. And I was Amazing. just like, man, I can't believe that this woman who's so stoic in this show is like such a radiant person in real life, like completely different. <laughs> um So that was great. I actually had an amazing interaction with Anthony Daniels. And for anybody that has known me for a long time knows that Anthony Daniels was not a nice person to me when I was a child at Star Wars Weekend. So he redeemed Mm -hmm. himself and he was very sweet. And I met his partner and she was very sweet. And his, I don't know if it was like his publicist or his assistant, but he had someone else with him who was very nice. So that was a really great experience. Um, And overall, like, Everyone was great. Hayden came in by himself. Like I was looking for his publicist and it was just, it was just him. He was just by himself. So I was like, Hayden, we need you to like make a select for your photo. You know, like he was just down. Um, Ewan (laughs) came in. Ewan was just like 
He just like showed up and left. Like he did not <laughs> care. He showed up to say um, bye. <laughs> he made his money and he went home. <laughs> right. I just wanted to um, say hello. But it was great. And then goodbye. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very funny. Uh, it was also great to meet like the cast of the Acolyte. That was actually the first group that came in on day one. It was the oh, cast cool. and crew of Acolyte and. I have not watched uh, Russian Doll, which Leslie Headland worked on, Ditto. Mm-hmm. but I am so excited to see what she's going to do for Acolyte, Same. and mm-hmm. you can tell she just is very passionate about Star Wars, and she has a Leia tattoo on her hand, and she kept oh, wanting cool. to get her hand tattooed like in her photos and stuff. She was just like very proud of her tattoo. Um, That's so cool. And... Yeah, she was really, really sweet. And you could tell she was just really excited to be there. Um, That whole group was also amazing. They were all really excited to be there. So just good vibes all around. It was a great time. Um, It was really fun, like, working a different POV at Celebration. Because I mentioned this before, but I've been to Celebration, like, as a fan many times. I've worked a booth on the show floor. Mm-hmm. I've worked with Ashley before when she's doing like interviews and appearances and stuff like that. And now I've worked backstage. So it's really cool to like do all the different things and experience celebration in different ways. And part of yeah. me thought I would feel a sense of FOMO, like missing out and not going to any of the panels and stuff. But I didn't right. like I was having well, such a good time. I was just trade. like, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and like, obviously I cosplayed last year in my costume, Mm -hmm. so I've had that experience. So it was just a really cool time. I'm glad I did it. And I'm definitely trying to go to Japan for the next one. I'm putting it on the list, uh, start saving for that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I had a really good time, but after celebration, (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> almost yeah. how brian started his trip i ended mine um yeah, yeah. The my mom and, and i yeah my mom and i decided to go to paris for a week and the last time we went to ce- celebration in london we did basically the same thing we spent time in london mm-hmm. and then we went to paris and we went to disneyland in paris uh, and that's what we did this time so we the celebration ended on monday My birthday was on Tuesday, and we left London on Wednesday. So we got to Paris on Wednesday, and then Thursday, we went to Disneyland. And I woke up on Thursday, and I thought, hmm, my throat is very dry. And I thought, well, it's probably just the change in environment. I'm from very humid Florida, so my body is probably just still adjusting to the weather here, and everything is just kind of dry. And, you know, like people are smoking more often here, so maybe like that has something to do with it. I just thought, eh this is normal. I'll be fine. It's, it's early. And by the time I have breakfast and stuff, I'll be fine. Well, fam, I was not fine. Um, (laughs) we are in Disneyland Paris. And at this point I put a mask on because I, my throat was so like (laughs) in pain that Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to put a mask on because I think it'll help my breath, like not feel so dry and it'll soothe my throat more. Right. Well, it's a good thing I wore a mask because uh, the next day I tested positive for COVID, baby. Oof. Oof. Um, Been down really road. rough. Zero really out of 10. rough. Yeah, I Ugh. 
I've never tested positive for COVID before. I'm pretty sure I had COVID in February of 2020 because mm-hmm. I went to Florida for a week and then I was very sick after that for two That'll weeks. <laughs> and yeah, no medicine that I got was helping. And at the time, COVID was like very new. We did not have tests. We did not mm-hmm. have a lot of information that we have now. So I, I'm not positive that I had it back then, but I'm pretty confident I did. But this this time was a doozy and I've been vaccinated and I've been boosted and I was just like, this is rough. It was yeah. horrible. So I was miserable in my hotel room for quite a few days mm-hmm. and it got to a point where after a few days my like fever had gone down um I was still in a lot of like pain with my throat and just like body aches and stuff but other than that I was fine you know sure. so I told my mom I was like there's literally no point in you sitting around here with me in the hotel room like you're fine you've tested you're you're good you're clear Mm-hmm. So I said, why don't you like go do some stuff? So she went out and like went for walks and like went to the Eiffel Tower and like went to a cafe. And I was just like, well, <laughs> oh, and, and she was texting me a play by play the whole time she was gone. I was like, it's fine. I'm not crying in my hotel room right now <laughs> because you're at the Eiffel Tower without me. It's fine. Right. Um, So I was miserable. And also this was like one of my first times being away to first times. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my, yeah. First times being away from Kennedy Yeah, after getting her. So after I first got her, I went to Celebration Anaheim, which was a fairly normal trip, like not super long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she did board and train for three weeks last August. So that was a very long time for me to be Ooh, away from yeah. her, but I was moving. So I was distracted, mm-hmm. but this time I was so sad in my yeah. hotel room with COVID, missing my dog, just wanting to snuggle with her and feel better. So that made things like even more difficult. I just really, really, really missed her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mean. it was not a fun week, but you know, we were there for a, a while. <laughs> 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 so whether it be a good thing or a bad thing, um, I was fine on the way home. I had a good flight on the way home. The only thing was... My mom and I both had a really difficult time on the flight home with the cabin pressure. Oof, my ears were there. messed up for like two weeks, and I still feel like my Yikes. head is messed up from that flight because it's like my head just feels like my ears never fully popped. I know that sounds yeah. crazy, no, I know but it was it was painful. And there were babies on the flight because there were a lot oh, of families yeah. going to Disney. And a lot of the babies were screaming because clearly like they're in pain and they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had my noise canceling headphones. So that part was not bad, but that's good. The The ear pain was rough. So other than that, a good flight. I watched, I watched all of Andor. I was comfortable. I was happy to be on my way home. But even when I got back, um, I was testing negative like immediately, but I was coughing for weeks, which is why we've not done this podcast. I was coughing mm-hmm. so much that I told you, I was like, I, I can't record right now. Like I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. So that, that was like, my trip. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you mentioned like missing Kennedy after a certain amount of time. I realized 12 days is, is my limit. 
Yeah. When I when I hit twelve days is when I really like. Oh man, I, th- I think I want to go home. <laughs> like, yeah. I, my I, wife I feel the same. Son. I yeah. feel the same, and I'm very much a routine based person. I do the same stuff okay. every day. Or at sure. Least for the most Monique's, part. Monique's the same way. Yeah, and I don't like being out of my routine, and because of the mm-hmm. horrific experience I had on the plane. I was terrified to eat anything, so my safe food on this trip was chicken salad sandwiches, and I don't ever want to see another chicken salad sandwich (laughs) as long as I live. (laughs) I feel like that's all I ate for two weeks was chicken salad sandwiches. That is rough. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, hey, anyone that is listening to this from the UK, listen, I came across these Kit Kats that are caramel. Find them and send me some, and I will pay you for them. <laughs> They're the greatest kick I've ever had in my life, and you can't buy them in the States. So if Dang. you see them, uh, send me a picture, and I will send you money for them because they're so good. They're so. I brought it back, and I was like, hey, Monica, they got like these Kit Kat caramels. It'd be kind of fun. Wait until I got home like an idiot to try it. And I was like, this is incredible. And then I can't get anymore. So, yeah. I think you can buy them from World Market. Can you? Okay, we're going to so. find out. I've seen the like chunky ones, but like who wants to eat a giant Kit Kat? You need like the regular sized Kit Kat. Like come on. What are we doing? I um I have a World Market near me, so I can also yeah, check see and if, try and see find if them. they do. They're they're Kit Kat caramels. <coughs> so look for those. Okay. I went to I I also speaking of missing Kubo, I missed him so much. I went to a place called Cup of Pug, mm-hmm. which is in London. I forget exactly where. Look it up. Cup of Pug. It's a cafe that's about pugs. And they have eight pugs that work there. And they have pug-themed cupcakes and pug-themed mochas and merchandise. And I bought all of it. It was nice. the best. The best. I just loved it. Um, They sell these caramel Kit Kats on Amazon, but they're kind of expensive. because they're. Do you think, are they the right Canada. ones? <clears throat> let's see let's see we're looking them up because we're good at podcasting i'm okay. gonna text it to you hold still text it to me okay here we go here we go also something else i didn't tell you i don't think did i tell you about my like huge epiphany last month i don't know okay I feel that's like not you it have an epiphany every month yeah i know but normally they don't stick <laughs> <laughs> no that's not it okay it's a different one okay okay yeah that's what is it why is that rectangular shaped how long are those kit kats cheese and rice what are you talking about that's a normal kit kat what no kit kats are like square square ish whoa they have these are japanese banana caramel kit kats this okay boom right here i'm gonna send it to you right now god we're so good at podcasting okay we've always been good at this what are you talking about i know (laughs) we're like pros (laughs) (laughs) okay this right here that i'm texting you that's what i'm looking for See how it's different? It's like so oh, different. Oh, okay. It's different. it's close. That it's close, but it's also What's not. this website? Can you buy it? Here? I have no idea. It's not even in English. So, probably not. Skimalar. What does that mean? Whoa. Skimalar Affending Greg Slidur Hafasamband. Listen, if I'm anyone speaks check... that language, let me know what I just said. I'm going to check Yummy Bazaar cuz that's my that's go-to a good name. for Mind you, I paid like less than a dollar. I paid less than a dollar for them at Heathrow. 
So just you know, go back. <laughs> for one. I, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. So there's that. that Dear yeah, Peter, that please the find these Dear Kit Kats Peter, for Brian. For the love of God. Derek, find a Tesco. <laughs> Help me out here, guys. Yeah. So that that was celebration. We came back. You're okay now? Did you have any I'm, like I'm lasting fine. effects? My brother caught COVID really early on and he still can't taste or smell. And that was um, like I never lost my sense of taste or smell, but I definitely don't right. feel right. Like yeah. I've been weirdly nauseous um mm-hmm. since I got back. Not just nauseous all the time, but like the other day Tori and I went to Universal and a lot mm-hmm. of the rides made me sick and I never get sick huh. on rides. And I think my head is still very messed up. Like with the whole cabin pressure well, situation. Oh, oh. I think that left a lasting impression on me. I don't know if it was from COVID or from that, but like I still feel mm. kind of off and I don't have my energy levels fully back. Like I'm still very sure. tired the a fatigue. lot. The fatigue. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm fine, but I'm like not, I'm not how I was before COVID, you know? Sure. Still some, still some lingering effects. Well, yeah. by and large, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. And as much as it sucked to like spend all that money to go over there for vacation and then spend half the time in the <laughs> yeah. bed, which I can just do here. I know what um, you mean. <laughs> I am, I'm traveling a lot this summer and I'm hoping since I just had it, hopefully I will not be getting it again anytime sure. soon. Mm-hmm. So I guess if I had to get it, I'm glad it happened after celebration and not during there you and go. before before all these other trips I have planned. So it it could be worse. I'm glad it's over. The crazy thing is my neighbor who is from the UK, um, she went back to uh she went to London for the coronation, which was right after nice. we were there, you know. Mm-hmm. And she also got COVID. Oof, so yikes. and I told her when I got back, I was like, hey. I just got COVID in London and she was like, Oh, that's weird. And I think she thought that she was like going to be fine. And I was like, you better be careful. Like you better wear your mask. You know, I said I was wearing a mask a lot and still got COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, she got COVID. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's overall a good trip. All's well that ends well, right? Makes for a good story. Like I always say. Makes for a damn good story. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, are you ready for this? The latest epiphany? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't even it's remember a good one. that we were coming back to that. I also forgot about it and then just re-remembered. <laughs> so, about your epiphany. it happened four weeks ago, roughly, and I'm still in the transition of it, but I'm leveling up as a human being. Buckle up. So... I was on Instagram, as you do, right? And then you'll randomly mm-hmm. get like reels will pop up, you know, because they mm-hmm. just fluctuate feed with people you aren't following for some reason now, just because why not? And this video popped up that I'd never seen before. And it was Dave Filoni on a panel from Celebration Anaheim, right? So this is years old, you know, 2017 or so. 2015 and was the, 2015. Was the one yeah. in Anaheim before this previous one. Which was the one... Where he had the Ahsoka Live shirt on. Was it that one? Mm, I feel like that was Orlando. 
Was it? Okay, hold on a second. Maybe the video was just from that long. Stand by. Uh, leaves shirt. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Dave Filoni on if Ahsoka is essentially in season five. Okay, so when did season five of Rebels happen? So it would have been before then. I'm pretty sure it was Orlando because I think in Orlando they announced the show was ending. Oh, well, whenever it was. Okay, here we go. The fifth season of Rebels premiered June of 2017. So it was before that. So whatever celebration was before June 2017. It's Orlando, because that one was in April of 2017. Got it. Boom. Okay, that one. So I'm so good at getting facts right. Um, so it was, a, it was a video about that, and someone was asking him about the Force, and he said that, you know, you can't, it's not good to answer a lot of questions about it because, you know, you want to keep the mystery of it all. But at the same time, he said it's an interesting thing to talk about because not everyone believes in the Force, even when it is on display all the time. So it's interesting that Han Solo doesn't believe in the Force when Episode Four rolls around. When you find out after the prequels, the Jedi weren't that long ago. So why doesn't he believe in it, right? Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how, well, because the Force is in all living things, but it takes discipline and training and commitment to become a Jedi, and that's why that the whole thing is a thing. But he said, when you have the Force, you can choose to do good with it, or you can choose the dark side, which ultimately is fear. And he said, fear makes you make bad decisions and think they're good decisions. Fear makes you do things you wouldn't normally do. And he said, and this is the line that like really got to me. He said, if you take nothing else away from Star Wars, it should be make no decision out of fear. And I don't know if it was the cosmic timing of it all. I don't know if like I just was ready to hear it. I don't know if it was the person who was saying it. But I literally felt the course of my life shift a couple degrees. Hearing this, and I was like, whoa, like it, it was a real moment for me. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh, oh. And I just took stock of like, how many decisions have I made out of fear in the last like few years? And soberingly, the answer was almost all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really was like, man. And so. It made me think about these auditions that I've had recently and how I never post about anything and how, like, I can do a lot of things, but I have no proof because I never take pictures. I never take video. I never post any of those things. I've lost jobs because, like, can you ride a horse? I was like, I've literally been riding horses my whole life. They're like, cool. Do you have any video of it? I don't. And I've lost jobs because I didn't have physical proof that I can do the things I know I can do. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking, why don't I post about things that I can do? Why don't I share these things? Because I was afraid. And I really did like a, a an introspective like, oh man. And I think it ultimately came down to, I mean, everyone knows I'm going to work on Star Wars one day, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it was the fact that George Lucas's apprentice in this world is Dave Filoni, right? He literally mm -hmm. took him under his wing, was like, you will, this is Star Wars. I'm going to teach you how to make Star Wars. I think it was the fact that the guy who understands Star Wars better than anyone else besides George Lucas himself, he was saying, if you take nothing else away from Star Wars, it should be make no decision out of fear. And I think that it was like, oh, right. I'm saying I'm going to do these things, but I never post stuff that I can do. I never mm. share these things because I'm afraid. I'm afraid either 
I'm not going to be that good at it. I'm afraid someone's going to look at it and be like, well, it's not very good. When I thought it was good, you know, a million reasons. And it's always stopped me. But over the last month, uh, I, I do this practice for like voiceover and stuff. Well, I'll, I'll work on poems or I'll work on scenes and I'll record them, but I'll never post them because I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I've legitimately over the last month really like been on the precipice of things and like I'm going to text this person and ask for help or I'm going to make this video and I'm going to post on Instagram and I literally stop and then I wait a second and I, I say out loud to myself no decision out of fear and then I'll post it and Aww. so I've done it like it legitimately has changed my life in the last month I've done so many things like the day after I saw that video was the day that I posted that video of me swinging my bow staff because I've been training martial arts for years but nobody knows because I don't ever share it, right? So yeah. now, if someone's like, hey, can Brian use a sword? I'm a ranked swordsman at a dojo. Of, I can do this, but nobody knows because I never post about it. So if casting yeah. is like, if we put a lightsaber in his hand, can he use it? Yeah, and I can use it really well. So I've been actively posting more poems of me doing character work. I have a, I have a demo reel now that I got help yeah, from my friend it's Yuri. Great. That 100% came from, I've been working on those scripts for months, but I never recorded them because I always felt I wasn't good enough yet. I'm like, oh, I could be better. I could figure it out. I saw that video. I was like, I'm just going to put them on track. I'm just going to do it and see what Aww. happens. And then I'm friends with Yuri. He, he's a good buddy of mine. And so mm -hmm. I remember I was going to text him and be like, can I just get your thoughts on this? Like, can you listen to this and tell me like, what's good? What isn't? Like, how do I fix this? I remember typing out the text and not sending it because I was like, oh God, am I God. This is Spider-Man. This is Sasuke I'm talking to, right? This is Ben 10. Like, am I really going to text him and be like, hey, man, I'm working on a thing? But then I checked myself and I was like, oh, no decision out of fear. Just text him. He's your friend. Boom. Texted yeah. it. Yuri worked with me for three weeks. I now have a demo. Aww. And it's been this really cool, like, I'm still, it's not in my bones yet. You know, I'm like in the midst of the transition of making mm -hmm. that a thing because I'm still, I still have the hesitancy. You know, I still like I'm about to do something and like, I don't know, like, is this good enough? It is good enough. I can do this, but I'm my worst enemy and I hold myself back for, you know, a million reasons. But hearing Dave say those specific words, it was like, if I continue down this path of fear, then I don't really get Star Wars. Because right. if you take nothing else away from this thing that I've dedicated my life to, what am I doing? Yeah. And so it's been this really cool transition I'm in the middle of right now. That's been that's been really really neat. So I'm kind of I'm riding I'm riding that wave, and it's it's going I quite well. I love that for you. Yeah, so do you. I. I'm, I'm it's it's about time. <laughs> we are both very just living our best lives lately. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. I mean, everything else has been on fire, but that has been has been pretty good. <laughs> 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 Me personally. Just me. I've been living I'm my best life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm in a tornado of just awfulness. But me personally, I'm trying to get out of my way at the least. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's it's been it's been cool. So I'm excited that it had that impact on me. And you know, that video is years old. So it's just the cosmic timing of it all of like is very interesting. And uh yeah, it just feels good. Feels good. I'm working on it. I love that. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, we got good a trailer for now. You. Because I was like I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. You know? Here we are. Feels good. Feels Here good. Here we are. Yeah. So that's a new thing. Well, that's great.
Um, how's Kubo? He's great. He's handsome. He is the most beautiful boy I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I just adore him so much. I was you saying, need to post more pictures of him. I feel like you've kind of I been know. lacking in that department. I know. I keep forgetting. I actually today today is a uh, Thursday, right? Um, yeah, yeah no, go- today's Wednesday. No, it's Thursday. Oh yes, this is yeah. Thursday when it goes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Today is my. Five I thought you were year... asking me like legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> today, I was like uh... that. That anyone's listening to this, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, today is my five year wedding anniversary. Oh, happy yeah. anniversary! Thank you. My wife just has. She's. I don't best. know what's wrong with her. Yeah, just. What Tori are you and I had a whole conversation the other day. I was like, "Yo, you got to meet Monique because she's great." <laughs> and I don't know where she came from, but she's awesome. <laughs> she is legitimately like I always say. My heart lives outside of my body in two parts, and it's Monique Aww. and Kubo. And that's why twelve days that's after so twelve sweet. days, I'm like, "Oh man, I just need to get back to him." Yeah. Yeah. That's so they're hard. they're great. They're great. Kubo, he's just he's my boy. I I love him Good. with everything I have. Yeah. He's an angel. He is. He's a cantankerous little thing. <laughs> he's got he's got his father's looks and his mama's tood. And I love him. <laughs> he's the best. His mama's tood. His mama's tood. Yep. Aww. He's the greatest. I adore him. Little, I got his peepaw tattooed on me. So I had every time yeah. I was in Dude, the amount of people I showed that tattoo in London was a lot. <laughs> You were like, this is my dog's peepaw. Yeah. Oh, I never said I never said dog. <laughs> this is my like, son's peepaw. This is my son. Yeah, this is my son's peepaw. Check it out. Look at it. Look at it. I'm like in a mm-hmm. bar and I'm like, everyone, you know, this is my son. It's I got his hand on my on my leg. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like, I get why I didn't oh have friends God. growing up, you know? <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> oh my god. But it's goodness. good. He's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, Kennedy celebrated her first birthday. Yeah. I saw recently. the the videos, her opening presents like a pro. She had the best day ever. Cool. We um as soon as she woke up, I had a new toy for her. She had a little ice cream cone toy. Love it. And then we went to Starbucks and got a pup cup. And then we drove to my parents' house, and she loves my parents, and they love her, and she loves going to their house because they have five acres, and she can run off leash, and it's so wonderful. Um, And as soon as we got there, my dad was, like, standing in the driveway waiting to get her out of the car because he just loves her so much, (laughs) Um, which is just too precious. Um, So we got there, and then I brought wrapped presents with me for her birthday and then my mom had wrapped presents for her too and we discovered at christmas that she is really good and really loves unwrapping presents (laughs) so she got some really special new toys from me and from my mom and my mom got her a frisbee and she's never had a frisbee before and so my dad took her outside and they played frisbee and she loved it and she's so good at it. It took her a few times to like get how it works and like the timing of catching it. Sure. Um, but she's very good at it and we're going over there again soon so she can play Frisbee. But she had the best birthday and she had a special treat and she had a party hat and she had a special birthday bandana. And then we came home and I cried because I was just so happy. <laughs> and it was just so sweet because like, 
I brought her toys back with me, like the ones that I gave her, because she has different yeah. toys at my at my mom and dad's house. So like, gotcha. her, her toys there stayed there, and then the ones that I got mm. her came back with us to our place. Sure. Um, and she was sleeping on the couch with all her toys around her, and she was just asleep and had the biggest smile on her face, and I was just like literally bawling because I was like. <sighs> I'm so lucky to have her in my life <laughs> and I'm so lucky that she's so young and I'll get to spend her whole life with her. Like I was a mess. A I mess. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a great a day. Definitely one of the highlights of my whole life was just that really special day spoiling her and she just had a really good time. Oh, man. She was a good girl. Just feels just feels right, you know? <coughs> yeah, I'm looking at her right now. She's just looking at me with her sweet eyes. I see you. Cute. I see you. So sweet. Yeah, and the other day, Tori took me to Universal because I had never ridden uh, the E.T. ride, and we did the that E.T. ride. And then she me. bought – I know. It was shocking. Um, she bought an E.T. plushie for Kennedy and, like, brought it back and gave it to her. And Cute. last night, last night I watched Return of the Jedi, and of course Kennedy nice. is snuggling up with me. And I, you know, I'm getting ready to turn the movie off because we finished it. And I look over, and she's like cuddling with her ET, and I'm sobbing again over how cute it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love her so much. As you should. She's just so sweet. It's great. She knows I'm talking about her too. She's like crawling out of the her little blanket cinnamon roll she's made on the couch right now. She's <laughs> just like, "Is this my time to join the podcast?" Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Yes, it is your time. Oh, the most springy pup in the world. Yep, she can jump five feet high with no running start. It's so funny. She's so sp- and she's, she's not that big. She's no. not that big. <laughs> She weighs 40 pounds, Whew. and she just got all her shots at the vet, her annual vaccinations, and so, yeah. Cool. She's living her best life. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. All's well that um, well. We have 22 minutes left, so I feel like we should wrap this up, and we have an announcement to make, which is not even an announcement. Right. Um, we talked about this beforehand, and you were like, I don't know, like... I'm, I don't know. I'm like, it's that the sounds same thing. So exactly anyways, like me. <laughs> yeah. So as all of you know, who have listened to our show before, we take pretty long breaks between episodes. We're busy people. We take breaks. All right. Yeah. Um, we will definitely be taking a break over the next couple months because I am gone over the next two months. I am gone for a collective four weeks for mm-hmm. work in different, like in different segments. Um, and then I'm moving at the end of July. So anytime that I'm not traveling in June and July, I'm going to be packing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm not leaving Florida. I'm just moving apartments. Mm -hmm. Um, so I will not have much time to do podcasts in the next couple months. So we might have something on the fly if I can find time, but... No promises. I would say we're probably um, no promises, and I would say we're probably going to have our good catch up in August, and we'll have a lot to catch up on. Yeah. So yeah, I'll make sure to make terrible decisions in the interim. 
just so I don't we have even think you need to about. do that consciously. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna happen organically. It really is. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. be ready for it. You know, <laughs> as best <Yeah>. you can. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's it for now. My throat is getting dry again. We love that. Um, yeah, it's the best the best go listen to our trailer if you haven't already if you have go listen to it again yeah nobody's stopping you and i on uh on the dorky diva socials and ours as Mm -hmm. well to you know possible updates on how that's coming um Mm -hmm. we know what we're doing as far as timetable goes but we're not going to tell you guys yet because you have to leave some mystery so enjoy the trailer and maybe when we come back in august maybe we'll have another update i don't know Interesting. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. You know, little, I don't know. little I don't tease. Know. Little tease. Sure. Yeah. Special thanks to the yeah. triple D's and double C's. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. You said you have a new outro now or a new sign off. Oh, no. Did you forget it? For sure. But let me see. Hold oh, on. what a bummer. <laughs> Hold Did on. Did you write Did it put- down? I I might let me see if I can spark it. Did I put it in the Dorky Diva show thing? I did. Okay, hold on. I think I just decided I'm gonna sign up. Mm-hmm. I've had days to think about it, and now I'm sure I haven't passed Brian. Why did you not write that down? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, well, we took too long. How long with, ago did I put? With that, that being <laughs> said, I'm gonna sign off. With that yeah, being yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for listening. And may the force be with you. Yeah. And you know what? Take care of each other out there, huh? Sure. (laughs) 